And welcome to the New York Baseball Podcast, episode one. This is a brand new podcast started in the midst of all this COVID-19 um, pandemic. And we are very bored, so we decided to make a new podcast, which will give us entertainment for us and hopefully for any audience listeners, if we get any audience. I am one of your co-hosts, Ari, along with my co-host, Noah. Hi, everyone. I'm Noah. <laughs> and we are both New York baseball fans, as you can tell from the uh, title. However, our teams are crosstown rivals. Noah is a huge Yankees fan, and I am a huge fan. And we sometimes have arguments and disagreements, and sometimes they might be entertaining to listen to. Um, we are going to basically um, discuss offseason trades. We're going to might do some trivia. We might do um, just we might talk about the players league a little bit. Anything really to distract us and you guys from the loss of baseball. And obviously, we all hope it'll be back soon. But this is meant to be an outlet, a distraction for all you guys and us as well. So let's start with the news around the MLB. So obviously, as you know, the MLB is proposing a proposal, proposing proposal to come back in May and play in Arizona. They are proposing these new divisions um, that would take place based off location and whatnot. Um, in my opinion, I think that's kind of premature. I think it's kind of irresponsible for the commissioner to make a statement like that when Northern Sports League has made a statement yet and people are still going to the hospitals, people are still getting sick. I just feel like it's irresponsible for Manfred, the commissioner. I also don't, I I have not liked Manfred as of late because of this and because of the Astros investigation, of course, he was very weak on their punishments. No players got punished. I, what do you think about the proposal for May, Noah? I mean, I I just don't see how it's gonna work. I agree with you that it is it is premature. Also, a lot of players don't like it. I know, like you've heard Zach Wheeler what he was saying about it. He's yes. not gonna miss his child's birth because the players would be self isolated in Arizona for four months, away from family, away from friends. And I still don't know if it's even a safe idea. I know this would be with no fans in the crowd, which may have to be the way baseball is. I think right. moving everyone to Arizona, I don't see it working. And I think the main reason people are getting optimistic is because Fauci did say that he like he's okay with this. But even then, I I just I just don't I honestly think it's better to plan for the long term and maybe just come back with a clean slate once everything is gone, whether that be late September or early next year. I don't know. I just I feel like just like a sixty game season in Arizona with no fans would not suit my uh, baseball no, withdrawal. But I don't know when we're gonna be able to to get fans again. I heard public health experts talking about like 2021, even like the end of 2021. So the games may yeah. have to be played with no fans for a while, like especially for like football games, like any sport really. And people say like baseball is a non-contact sport, but you're still catching the ball, touching the ball, holding a man on first um, in the there's dugout. I mean, I mean, there are collisions. Not there's collisions at home plate. I mean, there's different things. Even it's so. yeah. I just think it's. I just think it's kind of premature for the commissioner to make a statement like that. Okay, moving on, let's talk about some offseason trades. Okay, more more than just trades, signings. Obviously, you were very happy. I know this is old news for a lot of you guys, but obviously, you were very happy when the Yankees signed Cole. <laughs> yeah, it's a huge signing. They got, I mean, the best pitcher on the planet. <laughs> oh I God, mean, not the best pitcher on the planet though. <laughs> he's, a, he's a tremendous pitcher. I mean, he may be a little overpaid, <laughs> a million a start, but he's a great pitcher. <laughs> And the Yankees needed this. They're, I the mean, Yankees if you look at it, he was on the, and they took him away from the Astros. And the Astros they, they were the big did, 
Yeah. And um, you have to wonder, though, did he know anything that was going on when he was at the Astros? Because, he, I mean, I wonder what he's saying to his teammates now that, like, the Yankees were probably the most impacted team, or either the Yankees or the Dodgers. Either of those two teams were the most impacted by their cheating. I the wonder Yankees if were the most impacted. Had... It, was, it was two yeah. years, 2017 <laughs> and 2019, the ALCS. We all know that that Altuve home run was. Yeah. He's not going to take on the uniform. He's hiding a buzzer. Oh. But yeah. <laughs> the Yankees were more impacted than the Dodgers, for sure. Carlos Correa still claims that his wife was mad and they got a bad tattoo. That interview is just so hilarious. You mean Altuve? Altuve, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, that is, that is not true. That is, that is false. He obviously had a buzzer that, I mean, he knew an all speed pitch was coming. There's no way he could have I mean, guessed Chapman was going to throw that slider. I mean, I. <laughs> I mean, like he said in an interview with Ken Rosenthal, yeah, um, that um, that he apparently Al- Jose Altuve had a tattoo that he got in the middle of the postseason, <laughs> and he didn't want to take his shirt off because it looked bad. Sorry, to me that's just like such a like ridiculous lie. Like I can't. Maybe it's true. Maybe it's not. But you're literally in the ALCS. And you, your your wife, and you don't want to take, take your jersey off, and you know walk up home running against the Yankees and roll as Chapman. I mean, come on, yeah, like. <laughs> and if, if it's true, like, you should show us the tattoo in that interview. I, I, there's no way it's true. I mean, I just it's just it's just so ridiculous to me. Um, I just the Astros they did not get their fair um they did not get their fair treatment yeah, for the this. Players got nothing. Absolutely nothing. Players. Actually got nothing. It's but just... no, I, like you were saying, I don't think. I mean, yeah, the Yankees are impacted, but I don't think it's gonna ruin their relationship with Garrett Cole. I mean, he's still a great pitcher. Yeah, he wasn't a batter; he was a pitcher for it. The batters were stealing right. signs. I mean, he's gonna, still, yeah. the Yankees are still gonna like him. I mean, it's not like it's gonna ruin anything. That's true. I'm gonna play this audio clip about Carl from Carlos Correa with Ken Rosenthal um, per MLB Network, and then we're gonna react to this. This is part of the interview that he had, which. Uh, is very entertaining to say the least. Carlos, Cody Bellinger said some strong things yesterday. He said the Astros stole the 2017 World Series from the Dodgers. He said Altuve stole the MVP from Judge. He said you guys cheated for three years. What is your reaction? Oh, well, usually I don't have problems when uh, when people talk about 2017 and about what happened uh, that year because honestly we're wrong. Everything that happened that year was absolutely wrong. And, uh, you know, we obviously show remorse for that because, you know, we feel bad about everything that happened. We really feel bad about everything that happened in 2017. But the problem I had is I have is when players go out there and they they don't know the facts. They're not informed on the situation. And they just go out there in front of cameras and just talk. And uh, with me, that's, that doesn't seem right. It doesn't sit right at all. So when he talks about um, that we cheated for three years, I mean, he, is a, he either doesn't know how to read, he's really bad at reading comprehension, or he's just not informed at all. But the commission's report clearly says that all those activities were conducted in 2017. Okay, okay, so I have a few things about this clip. <laughs> okay. Okay. One, he literally calls out Cody Bellinger for not being able to read. That's ridiculous. <laughs> well, obviously not how to read. Yeah. I mean, really? He's like, either he's really bad at, he doesn't know how to read, he's really bad at reading comprehension. Reading comprehension, it sounds like he's like a fifth grader talking to like his I teacher. Know, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't. It's, it's like so hilarious. I just, it's just, the whole thing is just an absolute joke. I mean, that's what, he does admit the whole year of 2017 they were cheating, like the whole season, which is he like, he's, he's a time. And 
again, he doesn't admit to 19, but we all think, I, I personally think in 19, they were cheating too. Yeah. And 18, probably. I mean, I mean, if they didn't get caught, why would they stop? Yeah, like, why would they stop? And I think this Hinch did a terrible job with this because he oh, knew about right. it. What was the story? He tried to, like, destroy, he tried to destroy well, something. Two TV monitors, but when you're a multi-million fran- dollar franchise and you break two TV monitors, it's not going to stop players from cheating. <laughs> no, he destroyed it. That shows that he knew about it. He didn't like it. Like, he didn't, he didn't have a good control of his team. He should have screamed at his screamed at his team, just like, "Hey, hey!" You're bench the players wrong. until they stop. As a good manager would do. Yeah, I mean, and the Mets have JD Davis and Jake Marisnik now, and then I love both those guys, but I wonder if they knew anything or everyone. Are everyone knew the whole yeah. team knew? You, there was a, it was a team effort. Everyone knew, and they all were okay with it. So yeah, it's just. It's just unfortunate. Okay, moving on to a more um, enlightening topic. We're going to talk about the MLB Players League. So for those of you that don't know, um, the MLB has all 30 teams with one te- one player representing each team playing in an MLB The Show 20 tournament against each other. And I think this is also for some charity. There's like a winning amount to go to some charity. So um, the representatives for the teams vary from like for the Rays. I'm just going to name a few of them. For the Rays, there's like Blake Snell. Um, for the Yankees, Tommy Canley. For the Mets, Jeff McNeil. And for the Nationals, Juan Soto. So there are some big names in here. Um, that is something to consider. And, oh, yeah, for the Rangers, Joey Gallo. Um, so they are, they're doing this thing, the Players League. Every single player has their own Twitch account. So every night at 9 p.m., they, um, a select amount of them are going to stream their game. Some of them have 70 viewers. Some of them have 1,000 viewers. It just depends how popular they are. Yeah. Um, and to me, this has actually been really entertaining. I've been waiting for something like this since um, baseball um, went away because – the reruns on ESPN and the reruns on MLB Network were not doing it for me. I needed, like, current content, and I feel like this is the best they're going to get until this stops because you're literally getting player interaction with the fans and a digital game. So, I, in my opinion, and it's all for a charity. So, this, this, is, a great, um, this is a great thing they're doing, in my opinion. What do you think? Yeah, no, I, think it, I think it's a good idea. I mean, obviously, it's not the same as watching a real game, yeah. but obviously there's, there's no sports, no nothing at all. But I, I mean, it's a good idea. I mean, I haven't watched it personally. I might tonight take a look at it, see what's happening. You should definitely watch it. I encourage all of you guys to watch it. It is actually I think we should put it on, on, like, TV, though. They should do that. I wish they put it on, put it on like, ESPN or Fox or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> because yeah, I, I think people are craving base. Even, like, Yes, I don't know if you watch Yes, they're playing, like, not even classics. They're playing, like, games just from last, like, random games from last season. Oh, my like, God. We're, we're going through the 2019 season, which is, like, it's all right. We're getting like a taste of baseball, but I mean, I think we're just yeah. waiting for the sport to come back, and it's just a long time. It's yeah. I mean, I just I like seeing um, the players talk to each other and talk to the fans. I feel like, yeah. and literally McNeil yesterday when he wasn't playing, he took like a five minute break. He was sitting on his couch with his tablet and answering questions in the chat, and he actually answered two of my questions. What did you so ask me, him? I asked him. Um, let's see what did I ask him? Oh, the first thing I asked him was. Um, he wanted entertaining questions. He wanted different questions. Like he, everyone was asking yeah. him the same thing okay. like about baseball and stuff. Yeah. So I asked him, Jimmy Fallon or Jimmy Kimmel? And he said, oh, Fallon for sure. He's hilarious. Wow. <laughs> you know, Fallon's a good guy. Yeah. And then I also asked him, I'm not sure if, you know, if you're aware, he has two pets. He has a dog named Willow and a cat named Mac. And um, I asked him if we can get a Mac sighting. And then he said, you want a Mac sighting? Okay. And then he brought in his cat. 
Wow, <laughs> so you were really that's that's cool. The fans get to personally engage. You can't even do it during the season. A normal yeah, season. That, that was fun. And we saw Mac, and he has a, his dog is so cute. Uh, he's and he just seems like a very uh good guy. Also, by the way, Jimmy Fallon's a Yankees fan. Fallon's a Yankees fan. Jimmy Fallon goes to Yankee Stadium. Yeah, a lot. Oh, okay. Well, Big I still Yankees love Jimmy fan. Fallon. He's hilarious. I've been to one of his shows actually. Very cool. Yeah, yeah. You told me about that. That's very cool. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, no, I'm, I'm going to take a look at the players. League. I mean, I didn't I didn't know how popular it seems like it's getting some people to watch. Not a huge yeah, turnout. Definitely. Not like yeah. a real game, but, you know. Another thing better. with digital baseball, I'm not sure if you saw the other day on SNY, but um, Gary, Keith, and Ron commentated over a simulation and it'll be the show against the Astros. I didn't see <laughs> it that. It was actually pretty entertaining. Yeah. You didn't see that? I did. I actually heard. I saw on YouTube oh. or something like a little snippet of it. Yeah, I saw. It. Yeah, it was pretty funny. <laughs> oh, <laughs> they were all. They, it's a good crew. It's a good crew. You know. They, they were cracking jokes. They were like, "You think the crowd would be so, sold out in a digital baseball game?" And then one of the one of the umpires made a bad call, and he was like, "It's a video game. How did they make a bad call in a video game?" It was just <laughs> funny. <laughs> yeah. No, there should be no bad calls in a video game. But yeah. Speaking of umpires, are you in favor of an automatic strike zone? No. No, I agree with you. I, I think agree. We need the human element of the game. Same. Right? same an, auto, an automatic same. strike zone. First of all, yeah, like we see, it. like the strike zone isn't actually is like interpreted differently. Like the high it strike is, isn't really is. called. They yeah. they call a few inches off the outside and inside usually. Also, right. which would, the players the are used to like this human strike zone. They don't they don't want it, and like you need a person there. Part of the fun of the game is when umpires make questionable calls and the manager goes out and yells. That's part of the game. I, the I personally don't even them. like replay. I, I, I don't, I, I don't like replay either. Yeah. <laughs> I never like I, like, I like when the managers show their emotions. Yes. The fire. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. I'm, I just, and, and also if you get rid of replay, something with the Astros might not happen again. Like that's like another thing. Well, um, I mean, the Astros had their own system. I mean, they had, yeah. But the, yeah, just the they, technology. They had their own guy in center fields. I mean, they have their own thing, but I mean, I'm just all for the more human element of the game, the better. Just, I never liked replay. I just, but, I mean, yeah, I see why they do. Every every sport has replay now. Every yeah, I just think baseball is different because baseball is like right at the like. I just I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. I just baseball it is should different. be all human. It is different. Oriented. I agree. Out of the <laughs> yeah. strike zone, I feel like eventually it's gonna be automated, but hopefully far away. People are saying that when we get back from this quarantine, they're already going to have an automated strike zone, which that would be they terrible. Have the techno- they've can had the technology imagine? to do it for years. <laughs> they you- just haven't actually done it. Like, they can do it, like, tomorrow if they want. But- can you imagine we come back from this quarantine and MLB institutes an automatic strike zone for the first game? <laughs> I don't know. I can't even imagine the no fans in the crowd. Oh, that would be terrible. I just, it's yeah. going to happen. I mean, well, what are they saying? Like, every other seat? I mean, I don't know that seat. Like, have less fans in the stadium? And that won't be a problem for the Rays. I don't get anywhere anyway. But you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, the Mets. I'm not the, Rays. the Rays. I'm not sure if you saw in uh, Taiwan, but they started their... Um, I did. I actually did see that. I heard on the news. They had cardboard cutouts in the stands of baseball fans, and they had robots um, drumming on drums. It was not a weird same. sight. Not it was same. a weird sight. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. It's just the problem is just in a like Yankee Stadium, you get like fifty thousand people. I just don't know with Corona times how that's even gonna work. Right. I'm gonna play another audio clip um from uh, three years ago actually about um should MLB use robot umpires called balls and strikes and let's give us a little reaction. It is MLB right. Network 
a bunch of um, really intelligent minds with the game. Let's take a listen. I wasn't always sold on this dog. I'm ser- I was not always sold. I'm completely sold now. Electronic strike zone. Oh, stop. Where are you on that? It'd be, oh, it'll be such, so much better. I don't want that. Why not? Why because not? I, I want a human element to it. I, I want some human element That's the human it. error part of it. Uh, and so no, what, and we live with it. It's not the end of the world. Oh, my God. One Lord. pitch in one game and Jimmy got enough. But you can, get, you can get better. You can have the either it's inside that zone or out, and it's a ball or it's a strike. It's as simple as that. And there's no beefing. There's no arguments. Okay. This is what I understand. And I brought this up to Brian. How about this? Why don't we find out who are the real good ball and strike umpires in the minor leagues? Low A ball, double A ball, triple A ball, and concentrate and have some umpires, a slew of umpires that just oh, um, home plate. They've graded out That's the That's not terrible. Right? Not a terrible now, idea. Now, the problem is, you know, are you going to have to have them work three or four times a week? Because the way it currently is now, they work behind the plate on Monday, and they're not back behind the plate again until Thursday or Friday. So can they do it every third day? That's the uh, issue. 140-some years of base. So I'm saying, okay, just because you have the technology doesn't mean you have to use it. I, I like the – Okay. So that was um, Brian Kenny, Christopher Mad Dog Russo. Yeah, Mad Dog, yeah, yeah. Um, I think also was in there was Bill Ripken and Dan Plesak. So obviously you can hear the contrasting opinions. Brian Kenny is all for it. And when you heard Brian Kenny talking about it, Mad Dog is like, oh, are you getting me with the human element? We need the human element. Yeah. And I agree. Like, I agree with Mad Dog. I agree. <laughs> I agree. And we need the human um, element. Also, I don't like the idea of having the same umpire behind them because they, they rotate. And the point of the rotating is like when they're like a third base umpire, they get like a break. They get like a less. Right. And exactly. I don't think it's going to be good if the same person's behind the play. They're going to get tired. They're going to wear out. You need to rotate them just to make it even. Right. And I think the players, I see like a lot of pitchers, they, they learn certain umpires. Like that's right. that's another skill, like being able to figure out the umpire. So that's exactly. another, I don't want to take away that element of the game. I just find it um, interesting how like two of like the brightest baseball minds have such contrasting opinions on one of the most important decisions in the game. Brian Kenny has he's all in it and mad dog couldn't couldn't disagree even more and they're both in the game so they're both really into the game and they have such different opinions i just find it very interesting it, just, it comes I, down to the whole old school new school approach and then there's a lot of people with the old school some people are trying to like move it forward to the new school and it's like the tug of war the push and pull of the two different sides do you do you like analytics stereometrics analytics I mean, I, I'm more old school. Not really. Yeah. I mean, I get it. Like, yeah, they're statistically proven, but. Launch angle, exit velocity, like all that jazz. I, I, I like exit velocity is cool. They're, they're yeah, very cool. Is, they're new. It's kind of cool when you see uh, Stanton and Alonzo and Judge with their exit velocity. Well, the Yankees God. have the best exit velocity, so that's why. I, like. <laughs> I mean, they hit bullets all Dude. over the field. How many times did you see Pete Alonso hit line drives home runs last year? How many home Aaron runs Judge hits the ball harder than anyone I've ever seen. <laughs> Aaron Judge is like, he hits it harder than their throne. Aaron Judge is also second in rookie home runs. <laughs> Aaron Judge is a tremendous player. He's a better all-around player than Alonso, though. I will he's a great – and he, he fires up this crowd. He, like, brings in a lot of energy to the team. So Alonzo's not a great defender. But no, but Pete Alonzo, he is definitely like if you want someone to fire up the crowd, I mean you can't. Pete Alonzo had like one good season. I think the sample <laughs> size is too small. Huh? And he hit all those home runs in City Field. Look, City Field is a pitcher's ballpark. Yeah, exactly. That's why the ERA is so deflated. 
That, okay, no, that is that's not. You no, know it's true. I mean, look, Garrett Cole pitches in Houston, small stadium. Yankee Stadium is tiny, and the ball uh, flies. In City Field, the ball like does not fly out at all. It stays in the air. So isn't it crazy how Pete Alonso was able to hit 53 home runs? Yeah, it is. It is, but it's not crazy how Degrom's ERA is so. But if if DeGrom's a Yankee with A, all the runs see DeGrom got no run support either, so he had to pitch to the score. Like you know that. When the when they get more run support, they give up more runs. That is true. DeGrom didn't get a lot of runs. He always had no run support and he's pitching in a huge stadium. That's why he's here. If he was in Yankee Stadium with all the runs, he'd be at like a three five, three six. (laughs) All right. Let's move on here to our final uh, segment of the day. We're going to do some MLB trivia. So how this is gonna work. Is, this is going to be very experimental. For the first episode, I'm literally just going to ask Noah questions and see if he knows them. And um, if are these like them, recent I'm... questions or historical? These are recent. These ones are recent. Yes. All right. Uh, actually, uh, no. Some of them are recent. Some of them are not. All right. All right. <laughs> so, um, I'm going to try my best. All right. You ready for it? I hope. Okay. First question. Bartolo Colon. Already off to a good start. Bartolo Colon hit his first and only career home run at the age of 42. Which team did he hit it against? That's uh, so easy. Padres. Which one? Good. In San Diego. Good. Yep. Do you know That's what a very was? easy question. Do you know the date? Actually, I know around when it was. Where was it? 2016. Around? It was 2016. Is that right? May yep. of 2016. May 2016. Yep. 2016. Or was it 15? No, 16. 2016. I don't know the date. All right, that's fine. It was May seventh, twenty sixteen. But you, oh, that was you, that was good though. I remember okay. that. Yeah. I was watching it. I thought I was watching that. You were watching it. That is true. I was, were um, you watching it? Um, I'm trying to think. I don't think I was watching it live. I was just sitting watching it. <laughs> it's yeah. crazy. Okay. Next question. Which is the only major league team that has yet to retire a player's number, not counting Jackie Robinson? Oh god! <laughs> it's not the Yankees. All right, um, oh, not, not the Yankees. <laughs> I would, it's I. It's definitely like a, a more recent team. I'll get, should I give you multiple choice? Yeah, give me multiple choice. All right, here are your four options. Ready? Kansas City Royals. No. Baltimore Orioles. No. Chicago White Sox and Miami Marlins. I think the Marlins. Yep, the Marlins, you got it. I knew it was like it had to be like a newer team, you know, like a team that was like didn't have as much of a history. So that's true. All right, next question. This is a good one. Which pitcher holds the the record for most MLB ERA titles of all time? Uh, let me think. So I, he works at MLB Network. If that is a hint at all. I don't watch MLB Network, but I should know this. Oh, okay. I was going to say Randy right. Johnson, but I guess not. Not Randy Johnson, no, no, no. He's what a right-handed he pitcher. Give me also a choice. <laughs> um, well, he's a right-handed pitcher. He pitched for the Red Sox for most of his career. Um, let's see. He, oh, he, was involved in a, he was involved in a lot of brawls with the Yankees. Pedro. You definitely know this. Pedro. Yes, Pedro. Pedro. <laughs> he has the most ERA yeah. titles? He does. He has five. Wow. That's not yeah. even that bad. It doesn't seem like. But yeah, wow. Yeah. All right. Kershaw must have a lot, right? That yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. That he he must be up there, but he not he's not good in the postseason. So like whatever. Kershaw is horrible <laughs> in the postseason. Yeah. Okay. Who became the first pitcher to win the NL MVP 
since Bob Ginson did in 1968. Wasn't this like really recent? Um, it was five years ago, six I'm, years ago. I think a Ver- Verlander won it in the AL. No, um, NL, NL, NL. I know, I know, I know. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm like, was it Bumgarner? No, but you're getting kind of close. Was it Kershaw? Yeah, it's Kershaw. Right, yeah. I don't know why I thought Bumgarner. <laughs> right, it's Kershaw, yeah. Okay. And Verlander won it in the AL, right? What? Did Verlander win the MVP one year or no? Um, I think he might have, but I wouldn't know that. I, can I look? I'm gonna look it up. Hold on. <laughs> yeah, you have to look. Like, tell us. Yeah, I don't feel audience. like he did. That was a World Series MVP. Wait, oh, wait. Let me see. That's, even, that's even more prestigious. <laughs> he did. He did win it in 2011. He won that. That's what I thought. All right. Okay. Okay. So. Few more questions here, and then we will sign off. Um, okay, let's see. Okay, this is a good one. Who was named the 2014 National League Rookie of the Year? 2014. 2014 National League Rookie of the Year. Doesn't have to be a hitter. It could be anybody. Um, because I, I was initially gonna say Puig, but did Puig ever win it? <laughs> Puig, I don't think he ever won. I don't think Puig's ever won anything. Um, he's the he 2014 Rookie of the Year was a, it was a pitcher. He plays in New York and it's a National League team, so I, that's a good hint. The Mets. Yeah, but like As a pitcher was it Degrom? Yes, Degrom. Yep. Okay, and this should be a really DeGrom. easy question. This should be a really really easy All question. Right. I think you should know this. Okay. Where was the National League wildcard game played in 2016? This is an easy question. Easy question. City Field. Yes, good. That was the Connor Gillespie home run, yes. Oh, and then the uh, 96 miles per hour changeup. <laughs> yeah, the very fast changeup. I remember I was watching that. I was very happy when that ball flew out yeah. of the Oh my, no. <laughs> that ball was absolutely crushed. Oh my God. Connor Glossy, he doesn't even play anymore, probably. Like, you have nightmares now. about that moment? I have nightmares every single night at the moment. I mean, how could I not? That home run on that, that changeup from traumatic, the, traumatic, the traumatic. But that was, okay. the, was that the eighth or ninth? This is a... let's, let's do a couple more here. Wait, why, um, what inning was that home run? Is that the eighth inning or ninth inning? That was the I think ninth. Was, let me look it up. Connor. It was late in the game. It was like. <laughs> Either eight or ninth. Let me, let me see. I think it was the ninth. It was in the ninth. Yes, it was yeah, in the ninth. It was in the ninth. It was in. Oh, maybe I, I should actually two play. Out. I two outs too. Um, I think I think it might have been. I can play the audio for it if you want. Yeah, I yeah, love I'm hearing gonna, the audio. I'm gonna, I'm gonna play the audio, even though this will hurt me. I know the fans might want to hear this, and you want to hear it too. I so. love that. Home run. Take, take a listen to this audio. One one, and a fly ball, well hit right field. Bruce is back. Dan Sean. With a three-run homer in the top of the ninth to give the Giants the lead. That hurts me inside. Dan Sean, yeah. That, and that commentating job is terrible, by the way. I wish that was Gary a good commentating job. job. He, he summarized it. He got it. He got some excitement about it. it was good. <laughs> excitement? He's like, oh, no, home run. <laughs> well, he's on, he's like, he has to say neutral. He's ESPN. I mean, he can't, you know. 
It's neutral, but it's not like not like nobody um yeah. Nobody will compare to Gary Keith and Ron. Okay, not even Michael <laughs> okay. K with the Sia. <laughs> Michael okay. K was good for Jeter's three thousand. Oh. He was good for that one, yeah. Okay, who is the Phillies outfielder won a Golden Glove a Gold Glove award for, in two thousand ten? This is an interesting question. I'm not sure you're gonna get this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw out a few. I'm gonna throw out like three people. I'm guessing. Okay. Okay. Victorino. That's it. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say Victorino, Jason Worth. I don't think that makes any sense. Okay, ready? Here we was go. Outfielder, Jason is... Worth. What? Was Jason Worth an outfielder? Uh, yeah, he was. Uh, yeah, Victorino. How many World Series did the New York Yankees win with manager Joe Girardi as a player? As a player. As a player? They won yes. one with him as a manager. As a player, they won <laughs> 90... When did he start? It, all right, oh, at, they... most, at most four. I don't know if he was there all four years, though. He won three. Three, yeah. What, what years? Was it 98, 99, 2000? I have no idea. <laughs> okay. okay. Three. Right. Um, what caused Iron Judge to miss playing for nearly eight weeks in 2018? What injury did he suffer? <laughs> uh, I'm not going to injuries. <laughs> like yeah, an, it sounds like a like a wrist. Yeah, I fractured my wrist. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. All right. I'm doing better than I thought. Honestly, Should we do two more? Yeah, two more. Two more. Okay. Um, Carlos. Oh, Belsen, no, next podcast, I'm giving you questions. Yeah, next podcast, you're definitely giving me questions. I agree. Yeah. I'm giving you questions, yeah. Carlos Beltran in the 2012 season became the first switch hitter to hit 300 homers and do what? 300 homers and 300 something else. Amazing. Yep. All right. <laughs> okay, there we go. I'm going to get a really hard one for the last one. I'm killing it. Am I doing better than you thought or not? What? Am I doing better than you thought I'd do? Um, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's see. Hard question. Hard, hard question. No, I'm you picking these up or are you getting them from like a... I'm looking them up. Yeah. All right. This is a medium question, and we'll end on this one. Where was the 2018 MLB All-Star game played? That's not a hard question, I don't think. 2018... Sometimes the All-Star games, you forget. Like, sometimes... Yeah, like, I don't... I personally don't watch the All-Star game. Yeah. But, <laughs> 2018, I think of what I was doing in 2018. Shit, I might not know this. That's terrible. <laughs> Hold on. You're not telling me. I'm going to figure it out. <laughs> was it... Oh, my God. This is embarrassing. Hold on. Wait, 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 wait. I'm going to first... I know I'm going to figure this out. All right. It was in an, it was in a National League stadium, correct? It was a National League stadium. You are correct. I know the answer. Now. I don't even know if it was in my Marlins Park. Right? No. <laughs> what year was Marlins Park? Twenty sixteen. That was twenty seventeen. Wait, doesn't it alternate between? Oh, it doesn't. No. Twenty seventeen was Marlins Park. I know. All right. I know this year is Dodger Stadium. That's not happening. Um, yeah. Twenty eighteen, Cleveland. That was twenty. That was that was the last one. <laughs> oh my god! Hold on, this is. It was not Cincinnati, was it? No. It was a well, national you know, stadium. What division? Yeah. Um, that's gonna give you too much of a hint. Oh, I have to admit. Right. Nope, that's twenty sixteen. <laughs> oh my god! Hold on, hold on. Let me go through each team now. National League. Nationals. 
Yes, Nationals Park. I hate the All-Star game. I absolutely hate the All-Star game. I can't watch the All-Star game. <laughs> okay. So okay. Well, that's going to do it for our first podcast. Uh, thank you, Norm, for being on the show. Thank We're gonna you. Know, it, was, it was very fun. It was a very good podcast. It was fun. It was. We're going to be your weekly host for this podcast every Saturday, unless some unpresidential thing ha- comes up. Um, so every Saturday around this time will be a podcast. Next time, though, we'll give me questions and yes. I'll try to answer them. I might not do as well as I'm going to give you hard ones. Yeah, you're going to give me really hard ones. Yeah. Um, but anyway, this has been fun. Um, hopefully, we have baseball back soon, and we'll see you next week. Yep. Thank you. It was and very thank fun. You for this really cool outro music I had. <laughs> All right. Hyped outro. Cut to. See you next week. Bye, everyone.